Sundowns. We've got a guest in studio. Sundowns uh, coach, head coach, Rolani Mukwena is with us in studio uh, today. I think there's a lot to talk about. Chance to catch up with the coach. Look ahead to Carling also. Also, he's played two matches since he's been appointed as the solo head coach. And he's got eight goals in those two matches without conceding. Uh, so he's definitely hit the ground running. And I think we also get a chance to understand uh, what he wants from this team because it does look like there's a little bit of a difference. The team seems to be rejuvenated um, after the coach uh, was put in charge as the solo head coach of Sundown. So we do welcome your voice notes 061-4104-107, 061-4104-107. Or you can call us on 86 if you have any questions for the coach. Tabiso Musia on SAFM. Coach, good to see you. Thanks for joining us in studio tonight. Always great to see you. Yeah, I thought you guys would be taking it easy, would be on a break, but no. obviously you've got calling this weekend. No, there's never a break here. Yo, I am the most exhausted. The last two weeks have been very strenuous for me, but mm. it is what it is. It comes with the territory, doesn't it? Are you looking forward to calling? How are you guys approaching <laughs> this one-day tournament? The, for- the fortunate part is that I've been involved in the calling Black Label. So... You know, yeah. uh, when I was at Pirates, we played the Carling Black Label. But it was against one well, team. The format was different, but yeah. for sure it was the same tournament. So, and and in the township, I've been involved in top fours with Black Poison all the time. So for me, it's uh, it's no different. The only thing is 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 the players. You know, yeah. it's the players. Is the risk for for injuries, uh, fatigue, and it's it's not easy, but you've just got to manage it and, and do the best that you can. So how seriously are you taking it then, coach? No. Because no. I know the standards are high at Sundowns. No. You want to win everything. Yeah. There's pressure. There's pressure. We've been told you we, we have to win it. Mm. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, wow. You're a victim of your own standards here at Sundowns, yeah, eh? Yeah, it's a pity, but it is what it is. We've just heard from the coach of Bafana now. He's raised his concerns about this tournament being played now. He would have rather preferred to continue with the league or have it in December. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, I don't know. Eh? I There's a lot of things that Hugo Bruce says that uh, are very controversial. Uh, and sometimes, you know, Tabiso, it's 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 difficult to form opinions without enough knowledge, mm. and uh, things have changed since COVID. Mm. Uh, a lot of a lot of uh, companies, uh, businesses in the private sector have uh, don't have enough resources to be able to to plow into 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 football and when you still have companies like uh, SAB or, or Carling Black Label or, or multi choice etc etc you you've got to make the best use of it and from 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 that perspective and maybe I sit in a little bit of a privileged position in understanding that side mm. is for me to know that uh, of course from a commercial and a marketing perspective and and even from generating revenue so that we can keep South African football afloat uh, a lot of it makes sense from that side but of course from a technical perspective, when you think about uh, science and the influence that it, that has uh, on football and the increased number of games that now players have to play, uh, 
And because of the increased number of games, the standard of football starts to drop. Mm. Uh, because uh, there is a lack of freshness, of course, that starts to creep in. And uh, and that, as I said, that high risk for, for, for injuries. But be that as it may, sometimes uh, the one overrides the other. And in, in this moment, I would think that from a commercial, from a marketing perspective, I think uh, Carling Black Label being one of the very few companies still prepared to invest money into football. That needs to be applauded and that needs to be appreciated because uh, in a way that still keeps the game going. You know, there's relevance and uh, and talkability mm. about, about the game and that is very, very good. But from a football point of view, coach, especially with the momentum that you've had before this break, would you have liked to have continued maybe because some leagues are wrapping up this weekend ahead of the World Cup? Do you think we, we, we stopped a bit early? No, no, no. I, 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 I'm not a fan of too much football for, 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 for the football players. I think football players need, need time on the pitch, need, uh, need to train, need to work, need to, need to be coached. Uh, you can talk about it as overcoaching, but I do think that there needs to be work on the pitch for sure to improve the players because this game of football belongs to the players. Mm. And, and that for me is number one. Number two is, is with an increased number of games, uh, the quality of, of the games and the quality of the performances and the product will, will, will degenerate and drop. And, mm. And uh, if we always want to have very, very high standards in relation to the type of quality of football that we want to play, we need players to have a level of freshness, uh, not just physically, but also from a from a, a mental perspective. You know, so I'm not I'm not I'm not too unhappy about the break uh, because I do also think that the players deserve a break. You know, they deserve time away with families. We we at times dehumanize football players. You know, I said that earlier. Uh, think they're robots. Yeah, we think they're robots and uh, they should just go and play. But uh, these people have hearts, they've mm. got minds, they've got emotions. They've got families too. And sometimes uh, it helps for them to spend some time away from, from football and, 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 and just, be, just be human, you know. And, and, and that helps sometimes, most of the time, to be able to get the best out of them. So how do you plan to use this break then? Because it's two months. Well, uh, we're dividing it into different segments for sure. The first part is we've got a certain number of players that have not get gotten enough game time, mm. and so these type of there's a couple of players that will uh, remain behind with uh, the conditioning coaches. Uh, I, I will be there also to to oversee the process so some of our players will not be going on on a two months break or whatever it is uh, they will get some time off for sure but mm. there are players that we have to work on their physical condition and try to make sure that uh, we get them into a very very good space and then there's those that have uh, overload and have played a lot of games and those ones of course uh, will be given some time off, uh, as I said earlier, to 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 unwind and to to get themselves into a very 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 good position. 
And uh, and then, of course, most of us, uh, including the team, will, will go on a bit of a break and come back, and and then we'll have a, a short uh, mini preseason um, around around the thirteenth, and 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 see for two weeks how, how how long we can go with this thing. There were talks that you 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 could be going, you could be planning a camp overseas. Um, how far to the truth was that, or how did that go? Still, or what was the, what's the thinking? Still in the pipeline. There's a lot of work that needs to be done in that space. A lot of lot of lot of logistical issues that need to be done. But fortunately, we've got we've got Fleming as the sporting director now that uh, looks after these uh, technical tactical elements that have really not much to do with the, the tactics and, and, and the operations of the direct operations of the team. And then we've also got a, a very experienced uh, management system with uh, Stan, Yogesh, uh, and even Belinda with our team managers. And these are people that know how to plan plan trips uh, because there's a lot of, uh, really a lot of, uh, elements that go into it and you speak about getting visas you speak about uh, all these other things so yeah we are in that space and hopefully the club will make an announcement very very soon as, as soon as uh, we can move from one option you know we've got three or four different options and then we can move into one option and and hopefully uh, get ourselves into into the right space to prepare for for what will be a very difficult uh, second part of the year or mm. second and, part of the season. And what's the thinking behind going overseas for 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 camp? And where exactly are you targeting? Is there a specific? We, 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 it's not. It might not be overseas. Overseas is one of the options. Mm. Uh, one of the, in fact, it's two of the options. The one of the options is because Fleming has uh, extensive contacts in that area, and and in that space, for sure, we can get a very high level uh, opposition, which is what we are looking at. Mm. Uh, that's not the number one objective, of course. Uh, but high level opposition for us becomes very, very important to try to stimulate the level of the team and test ourselves to see where we are and how far we've improved and how much more that we need to to improve because we are very clear that we've got a lot of work to be done. We've investigated uh, another overseas possibility through some of my contacts because uh, for many years now or seasons, I've had friends who are coaching in Europe and in certain parts of, of Europe who have invited uh, our team. And and uh, we've also looked at what that would mean, not just from a, a football sense for sure, but from a commercial and from a, a monetary sense. And, 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 and of course, as I said, what, what, what uh, overrides everything else is, is what you get from 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 a football perspective, but but uh, it might not even be Europe. It might be it might be in Africa, and and we've seen in the past how uh, Sundowns has managed always to go to Ghana, to to go to mm. different parts of uh, Zambia, Zambia yeah. Uh, yeah, to go to different parts of the African continent to try to prepare the players for 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 the Champions League and 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 really to be honest with you the number one objective is to try to prepare for 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 Champions League 
and uh, and and the second part of the season which is going to be very 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 difficult for us second part of the season starts on new year's eve coach yeah it does 31st of december against pirates yeah it does how, how do you feel about playing on new year's eve well i uh, you, per- personally or as a team both well personally i have no problems because for most of my coaching career i've, I've always been involved on on in Christ- december <laughs> <laughs> exactly i on christmas day i have uh, lunch with the family and all of a sudden at three o'clock yeah. there's a match at uh, the nike, nike center, center with, the dis- <laughs> with the discovery games yeah. uh, and then uh, you move on a couple of days later you have to play on the 31st you play a game at uh, the Kwamahlobo games mm. so so for me uh, to be honest uh, as a football person and as a person that's been in football for 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 as little as i have been with the passion that i have for the game be it as a professional or be it as a as a as, a, as an amateur coach you know it mm. for me it doesn't make too much of a difference the only thing for 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 us at this moment in time is how do the players adapt to this because for sure it's foreign to them mm. and uh, part to that adaptation is how much support do they get from their families you mm. know because it would be for the first time that they they do not spend the the new years with their families and uh, hopefully uh, the families are just as understanding so that from a psychological perspective there isn't a lot of stress put on the players and the players can focus on 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 giving the best performances that they can possibly give Okay, for those just joining us, we are in a studio in conversation with the head coach of Mamelodi Sundowns, coach uh, Rolani Mukwena. Uh, just uh, we've spoke about calling if you've just joined us and uh, just how they plan to use uh, the break. And we're going to get into more. We do welcome your voice notes 0614104107. I can see they are coming in, but we'll go to them uh, shortly. Um, c- coach, obviously, this this is now we can say technically it's the first half of the season. How do you look back at, at this first half? Because I know you always talk about targets or blocks that you have as a technical team or as the head coach. You have 20, I think 28 points from the first 12 games, nine wins. Have you reached your targets? Are you pleased with where the team is at the moment? We, we sit in a position where, unfortunately, we are victims of our own lofty ambitions. Um, if you give those type of results and 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 targets to to any other team in the PSL, uh, you host uh, an incredible party because, mm. for sure, um, it's a league that and many might not believe this, but it is a very very difficult league this season. Mm. And the standard of coaching has improved. The quality of the players has improved, and you can see even with uh, the number of fans that are coming into the stadium, you there's a certain vibe and a gener- uh, an energy that's been generated, and that is only because of the level of football that's being played. So this season, the the standard of football has been extremely, extremely high. That on its own does not mean that because you are a student that is capable of achieving 60% mm. and when you do achieve uh, 70% we should be satisfied you know you you want more you you want to you want to be that type of student that that is uh, pushing and stimulating to to do more and as i always say to the players the most difficult part of our jobs is 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 
is is first appreciating the incredible work and the commitment that the players give us in being honest in being uh, diligent and in being true professionals but at the same time it's always to demand more and to ask for more and to and to say to the players that uh, uh, indeed the sky is the limit and it might sound cliche but the reality is uh, we've got so much that we want to achieve and we know that we've got so much that we need to improve particularly because uh, our space is 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 a space that includes so many dynamics it includes the dynamics of the local front and the the domestic competitions which is the PSL mm. the MTN8 uh, the Netbank Cup the the Carling Black Label and those are very 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 important for us and for our supporters but also because of uh, the desire the ambition and, and 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 the growth that the club wants to see it becomes very very important that we put ourselves in a position where we start producing performances mm-hmm. that are able to allow us to be extremely competitive in the champions league and to be extremely competitive in the super league that is about to come and so as coaches we cannot promise results uh, no coach no coach has a magic wand and says i will win and i i can promise results what what we can as coaches is to make sure that we 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 work as hard as we possibly can to try to improve performances and make sure that the performances are consistent enough at a very very good level mm. to be able to give us very good results but results that can be sustained yeah you you talk like you're not even top of the log and it's easy to forget that you you are top of the log because uh, it's become the norm over the past a few seasons but what then what what would you say has pleased you the most with the start to the season because it's easy to look at the defense and say they've conceded five goals it's easy to pick that one out but what stands out for you I, honestly i think uh, there's not there's there's not a lot that we are very happy with we want to improve we want to get better you know we want to we want to be better with our passing we want to keep more possession we want to create more chances we want to we want to be a team that is a little bit more aggressive we we know that for the standard of football players that we have we need to be a lot more aggressive we want to play with a lot more intensity we want to to bring the identity back uh, in particular what we've seen from the team from the last two seasons we want to be even better than that uh but but also probably maybe the the biggest positive and maybe two in my mind would be the ad- adaptation of some of the new players and how they've come in and and shown a willingness and a, a sense of humility to to be part of the group and 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 to assist in 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 making sure that they can help the group to to achieve their objectives and then secondly for me from a from a technical perspective is 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 how we've embraced the change of a new new formation even though i do not believe that formations are very important in football but you believe we, in personality i believe in personality i believe in schemes i believe in 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 the profile of the team more mm-hmm. than in 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 the formations because football for me now in this moment is more about fluidity and mm-hmm. and space and mm-hmm. the recognition of space and and but 
uh, in a certain way, uh, really what also does sit well with, with us is the fact that the players have embraced the change of the formation and, uh, and uh, slowly but surely we are trying to move into a place where we don't rely so much on the formation that much, but we rely a lot on the personality of the team more than anything else. It's quite interesting you say that before I go to the voice notes because those are some of the things that I'd noted with in the last two games. You know, fluidity seems to be there. The team seems to be more aggressive also and very forceful in, 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 in attack also. But also you talk about not believing in formations and maybe believing in the personality of the team or who is in the team. Is it correct or is that why in these last two games, since you've been solo head coach, it doesn't seem like you're playing with a nine, for example, like an out-and-out striker? Is that a correct assumption? We play with a nine, but the profile of the nines is not the the typical profile of a nine that we would think about. Uh, we play we play to have players in and around the box, and that means that uh, you need players in the last line, and the last line means it's a line that's predominantly occupied by number nines, if you want to call call it that. Uh, but 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 the reality is is uh, football is always a reflection of society, mm-hmm. and society is is a lot more fast paced. Society is a lot more flexible, and society is a lot more result orientated and 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 instantly driven. And when you look at how uh, some of the best teams in the world now play, they play in a way that reflects the type of support and the type of uh, encouragement that they would love to have from their supporters. Mm. And part to that is, 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 is an acceptance of what society uh, deems as, as, as good or worthy and deems as not so good and worthy. And, and that you can blame from the advancement of technology, you can blame with the, with the introduction of social media. But from a tactical perspective, yeah. what we try to do is we try to, to understand the culture of the club, which is deeply entrenched, and you can talk about Skrima Shabalala and his importance mm. of how he brought in the Shushine and from Piano Italy. Uh, Italy. And that thing has always stayed with the club. Uh, the colors of the club mm. uh, represent... Uh, the Brazilians, and that's the nickname, and and therefore you want to keep those, but you also want to adapt and 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 move with the times of not just modern football, but modern day society. And modern day society speaks a lot more about chaos, and the most the most successful businesses in 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 the world at the moment in time, and the most successful leaders. In, in the world at this point in time are the ones that are able to control chaos. Mm. And that means that the most successful teams on, on the pitch are the ones that are able not just at times to create that chaos, mm. but are able also to control the chaos that could be created by the opposition. So you're talking about disruptive behavior, basically, not moving ne- away from the norm. Not not necessarily, but 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 I'm 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 saying finding comfort and discomfort. Okay, I hear you. And and just before I go to the line, I keep saying I'm going to go there, but yeah. but I know the question is going to come. Yeah. And there were changes to the technical team. I think the club was clear in their statement that they were not happy 
with the kind of football that was being played, even though the club was uh, top of the log and they wanted a bit more, which we've seen in the last two games. But how did those changes come about, coach? Were there a recommendation from the coaching staff or did senior management decide to make it to make the decision? Because there was a slow start to the season, if you do agree with losses to Galaxy Supersport and maybe sure. the draw against Sukukune. The first question is 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 a simple question. Is no, there was nothing from our side. It was within. Just like uh, the club was criticised, and and at the beginning when the president of the club said, "I want co-coaches," a mm. lot of people criticised. And yet, two seasons later, with four trophies, he was deemed correct mm. because because the facts are on the pitch, and uh, the decision that he had made, even though at that time. People were very critical about it. Uh, it came out to be seen as the right decision. Mm. And the only thing that you could look at is the results because that's exactly what football is about. Mm. So to ask, to answer your first question or the first part of your question is to say, still with this decision, it was left to the wisdom and, and, and the capacity of understanding not just the climate of the the league and 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 the situation, but also the climate and the needs of the club, mm. and and that of course you 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 can't find anyone better uh, than the president and the chairman, the board, and 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 the and the people that that run this football club and who saw it necessary within their wisdom to be able to make this this change, and it hadn't it had absolutely nothing to do with us, the coaches. Did it catch you by surprise since you were top of the log at the time? And what was your reaction to being appointed as the solo head coach? Of course it caught me by surprise because uh, there was no prior discussions. Uh, and of course when we had the meetings and and, and, and even when this, the, the reasons were given out, the club knows very, very well that one of the things that I had said was I am not immune to the criticism that was put out onto the team. And so if we were to say that the performances were not good enough, the performances were not good enough because Rulani was involved in making sure that he is there to help make sure that the performances were good. And therefore, if the performances were not good enough, then I'm not immune to that criticism. Mm. If the results were not good enough, then for sure, at the same time, I'm not immune to the criticism of not having good results. But in a in a very sober and in a very humble way, I I I was able to look at it in a different perspective, in in appreciating the fact or the fact that there was trust that was given upon me mm. to be able to say, we believe that you can help us move in a certain direction, but with also a full understanding that you can't do it alone. Mm. You still need the support of a Steve Compella. You still need the support of a Mangobamniti. You still need the support of a Wendell Robinson and the rest of the technical team because this thing of leading such a gigantic club needs very, very good teamwork. So it 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 can never even, and the moment they they made the decision as as a, as the football club, I knew very well that what it means for me is that I'm probably the least important person at the football club at the moment. But you're the head coach. Or maybe on that note, you can clarify what the roles are, Coach, because I think that's where also the confusion is because it seemed like from the statement it said Coach Steve was promoted to the first as, as first team coach, but it also seemed like Coach Mangoba then was demoted without using that word, but just that's how it sounded like from the statement. 
Well, I, I, I don't, I don't want to get into that because for sure, like I said to you, even when uh, there was the confusion of the co-coaches, mm. uh, a lot of people said, but what is this? How, how will this thing work? What are the roles? And then as time went on, uh, it sorted itself out. Mm. And, and, I would, and, uh, and I would assume the same can be said now is that in the wisdom of our leadership, they know exactly what they are doing. And, and, and the reality is we've got in, in the sundown space, we've got a uh, Steve Compella who, it does, who doesn't need a title mm. because his pedigree speaks for, for himself. He's a top coach who has coached Chiefs, who's coached at Bafana, who's worked with incredible players and, and has produced some exceptional players through the years at Free State Stars, at Maritzburg, and, and, and his pedigree speaks for itself. Give you a break also? Pardon? I'm saying you once mentioned he gave you a break. Oh yeah, he gave, Stars. he gave me a break. Yeah. He made me the an assistant coach in 2009. Mm. You know, so mm. I mean, you're talking about a well-established coach, and in his own right, uh, is a coach that doesn't need a title. Mm. He's a coach that is at a football club to add his expertise and his qualities to the betterment of this football club. The same thing can be said about Coach Mangoba. Coach Mangoba won MTN. and the MTN, the MTN six, eight, six nil, six nil against IX Cape Town mm. with very limited resources at a very small club, and also has produced incredible football players like Abo Mang, Mangala. Mm. Yeah, we uh, spoke to him last week. I mean, it's incredible. Yeah. Then the the uh, Abo Sibego, Abo yeah. uh, Tom. I mean, and the, type, and the type of football football yeah. that he used to play. So you are talking about ex esteemed, esteemed and highly esteemed coaches who are extremely qualified. And then I would feel in my own personal capacity as a coach or as a layman that is involved and is privileged to be involved at the club, that it would be a bit disrespectful to put the title ahead of the qualities that they bring to that football club. But but what are the roles? Do you see them as assistant coaches then um, to you as the head coach? No, I see them as coaches that are there to support the football club and to help the football club to reach its full objectives. That's, that's, that's how I deem it and that's how I look. I look at them and not only them. Mm -hmm. We have Sp Fleming, who's the sporting director, and who I use as a sounding board, as an as a extremely experienced person who has worked for Chelsea, has worked for Denmark in the FA, has, is, a, is a UEFA uh, coaching course educator. Mm -hmm. You know, so these are people that I I look at not as 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 as, as assistant coaches or whatever and with whatever title. I look at them as sounding boards because they are rich in history in relation to the quality of the experience that they come with, mm. and and it would be only foolish of me not to be able to go into and tap into their wisdom and tap into their knowledge and tap into their experience and use them for 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 uses that go beyond just being able to be just on the pitch mm. and interacting with players so so do the do the changes at least provide clarity especially maybe when it comes to selection because i would think with three coaches there's always a, a clash of different ideas and different views that this at least give a little bit of more clarity or are you saying nothing has changed no, it's just not, the titles nothing has changed okay we're going to take a quick break we'll come back with your voice notes 0614104107
Good evening, Tabiso. It's Masugu here in Mamelodi. Thank you very much for bringing uh, Rulani Mukwena to your studios this evening. Just one question. As a young coach, uh, is he taking any lessons so as to advance himself? Because he can be there, go Mamelodi Sundowns, and forget about uh, progressing and adding more knowledge to his CV, just like his uh, predecessor. Pizzo, uh, Pizzo is learning every time we see attending coach, uh, coaching seminars. Is Rulani Mukwena doing anything currently towards that direction? That is my uh, inquiry. Sure. Good evening, good evening, Abuli Tabiso. It's Freddy Wadisandawana, the truck driver. Abuli Tabiso, just want to send a shout out to my coach. Coach, my captain, my captain, my coach, my coach. Shout out to him. Good evening, Tabiso, and good evening, coach. First of all, I would like to congratulate Mr. Jerry Chabalala and his team for reaching the final for the second time. Coming back to Coach Mukwena, I have two questions for you, Coach. Uh, Lesedika Pinga, where is Lesedika Pinga and why is he not getting uh, the game time? Because I believe the boy is a good player. And then the second question is, we have swept everything here at home, every cup. But the only cup that we struggle to get is Champions League Cup. What can you promise us as Sundown supporters? Uh, good evening, Tabiso. This is this is Maestro from Pretoria. Firstly, I want to say congratulations to Coach Line on getting the the big job. We we are we are all behind him. Uh, we we are in support of Rulani Ball. We hope he will take us to the to the club world cup but i want to ask him regarding our our injury crisis um what is the club doing regarding them and 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 what could be the problem and have they found the solution to address it thank you good evening mr Tabiso. it's sinky from protea clan soweto i just want to say all the best integration i believe in you you're one of the best i believe you want to take sometimes to the Champions League, League, all the best in Okay, thanks for those who have noted them. Let's just go to KZN quickly. Pendulo joins us on the line. Good evening, Pendulo. Good evening, man. How are you? Fine, thanks. A new member. Go ahead. Coach is here. Uh, 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 how are you, my coach? All right. How are you, Pendulo? I'm, I'm good, coach. Uh, coach, uh, one of us congratulated you on uh, uh, being the head coach now fully. Thank you so much. And um, I'd like to know, my coach, as to uh, the Champions League, is it the priority this season, my coach? And will you be able to bring it uh, home? Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Thanks for that, Mpendulo. And it's coming through a lot, coach, but I've also noticed in your conversations when we were speaking earlier on, I think you've mentioned Champions League three or four or four times. Um, clearly, that's, that's the target, that's the Holy Grail this season. And and that's also what the supporters are targeting now. Yeah, for sure. And they've got the right to. 
Um, it comes with the territory. Um, but ours is, as I said to you, uh, ours is to make sure that we push the team to the level where we know that the performances are good enough to 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 help us win trophies. And there's no trophy, including the Champions League, that has ever been won in October or in November. Uh, and to be honest with you, the games of consequence are played towards May and the build-up to that and the work that needs to be done is now, this month, mm. at the beginning and from day one because that's when you put yourself in a position to be able to, to, to end the season uh, winning trophies. And that's, that's exactly what we want to do. We want to be in that position where at the end of the season we have built a team that is strong enough to be able to to win the Champions League, but you cannot put, you cannot, never, ever, 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 you cannot put uh, the cart before the horse. You gotta you gotta go process by process, and that means building a team that is strong enough and focusing on the details right now of making sure that this team is a team that when it comes to the games of consequence, we are able to get good results. Will it be fair then to judge your season on on how well you do in the Champions League? Because talking about processes, there was a clean sweep last season of domestic trophies. So I think that's why the expectation is that a, a Champions League or nothing this season. Or do you feel that you're starting all over again? It's a difficult question to answer uh, because the the ambition of the club is very, very clear. It's to be one of the best clubs on the African continent is to be one of the best clubs and recognized clubs in on the world and in the global stage. And that means winning and participating at the Club World Cup. And you can't participate at the Club World Cup if you don't win the Champions League. But to win the Champions League is very, 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 very difficult. And it is not something that you you wake up and you say, ah, it, this season we will win the Champions League because we have the best players. It takes a little bit more than just that. Uh, because of all the logistics that are involved with the traveling, the hotels, the referees, the quality of the pitches, etc., etc. So, and you need a little bit of luck, you know, in the Champions League. So, we we know these things. We've been uh, in this ex- situation before. We are supported by a very experienced team. Uh, Coach Mangoba was there also before. Wendell was there before. I was there before. Mm. We know what it takes. We've got players that are still in the squad that know what it takes to win the Champions League, like Temba Zwane, for an example, who has incredible leadership and experience. Kennedy, Dennis, these are players that we rely a hell of a lot on. But at the same time, we also have a, a management system like uh, Yugesh seeing who are people that have been in this space before and and know how to na- navigate the season so for so 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 for for us to to pretend as if we do not have that ambition would be would only be to be fooling only ourselves there was a question about your your studies your lessons are you still feathering your studies and how far have you gone yeah i it's a pity i i i had to pause I was I was doing my UEFA badges and I had to pause because of the the congestion with the fixtures. Uh, uh, Ernst Middendorp will not be very happy with me because he 
he kept saying to me, no, 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 keep mm. going, keep going. To, uh, allow allow the, the the rest of the coaches to take over. But the club saw it fit for me to to prioritize the fixtures at that point and I couldn't go. But for sure, uh, I'm a scholar of the game. I belong to a WhatsApp group that has coaches from England, from uh, Brazil, from Spain, from from Germany. If we exchange information, uh, the latest trends, mm. and things like that. And and when the opportunity also arises, I take money from my own pocket and I travel to to Amiens in France and I spend time mm. with uh, Bongani Zungu's uh, team at that time. I went to Liverpool from my own pocket and I spent time with Klopp looking and learning and, and watching. So I'm a person that not only is reading and is attending webinars, but I'm also going and traveling and, and trying to see what I can learn from some of the best coaches in the world. Okay, let's wrap up by talking about a few players. There was a question about Kapinga. If I remember correctly, he's yeah. been in your squads for these two games. Yeah. How far is he? He's not as far as people think he is. Uh, Kapinga and I have had a lot of very good situations in relation to our discussions. Uh, he, I think, is clear of what is expected of him and that can be the said uh, for all the other players. You can talk about Ralani for an example. You can talk about uh, uh, Gift Mutupa for an example. You know what I mean? Sipo. Sipo Mbule for an example. Bongani. Uh, Bongani Zungu for an example. I can tell you for sure if you call them, including a player like uh, Laila K that you, you had here. Mm. And he told you that I spoke to him. Mm. And I tried to make sure that as a coach, I make it very, very clear to them as to what the expectations are and where the situation is. And uh, and Kapinga is no different. Mm. You've mentioned Lala K. I mean, um, his move caught a lot of people by surprise. Even he was surprised when he was here on the show, especially because he was defender of the season last season. What was the thinking there? It was just the team trying to take a different direction. But also, there's a lot that went in, into it. And I don't want to get too much involved in, in that situation because... Uh, how initially it was painted was not ideally or, or realistically the picture. Mm. So, so sometimes you, you allow things to, to, to move on because this is football. What is important is that at the end, Lyle is somebody that I have incredible respect for. Uh, after after your interview, not a lot of people know that Lyle picked up the phone and mm. spent maybe an hour on the phone with me, thanking me for his contribution uh, to his development and his football. And I and I said to him, if there was any, because I don't believe that I made any contribution, but if there was any, it was probably a small, significant, small, significant, mm. uh, and humble contribution because of the talent that he has. And then, of course, the second part is that Lyle is still a Mamelodi Sundowns mm. player. And uh, so I don't want to get too much into that discussion because I, I have huge appreciation for the person that he is. And, and I think the feeling is very mutual. But also at the same time, he's still a Mamelodi Sundowns player. Kemet was also here on Tuesday. He feels that he had been frozen out and he, it was very disrespectful how things ended at Sundowns and those were his words. Uh, what's your response to that? What do you make of how he feels? No, I don't, I don't want to respond to Kemi. Also because, because, because I've got a very good relationship with Kemi Erasmus. 
And before he left, Kermit knows how many discussions I had with him, how many talks when I, when I saw certain body languages and things happening. I had a lot of conversations with Kermit. And even, even going beyond football, I can tell you that I know about Kemet's podcast and why he started a podcast with Mpomakola. You will never get into that space if there is no emotional connotation and free, freedom to be able to open up. I know that Kemet is is on the way of starting his his own clothing line. Mm -hmm. And these things were in the pipeline towards really the end of his of his departure from Mamelodi Sundowns. So I don't really want to comment on that because I think Sundowns has been very, very good to Kermit. And I think Kermit knows that. Uh, but I think we all know we've been in situations before where we are involved in a relationship. Mm -hmm. And at times when that relationship ends, we tend to forget the good times that we had together and because the, of the heart and what it carries, the last parts that we remember are the parts that are towards the end because those are the parts that remain close to the heart and, and speak from the brain. Okay, last one. I'm going to have to go to news. Transfer window comes back in January. Coach Hugo Bruce raised concerns about Pesitao at Al-Akhli. Would he be someone that you'd be interested in bringing back if there was an opportunity? I love Percy and uh, Percy is doing very, very well at Al-Akhli and uh, uh, neither myself, uh, having played, uh, again, a small, significant, uh, small Anyana contribution to Percy's development, neither myself nor Hugo Bruce have got the right to speak and say where Percy should play. Lastly, is it correct to say that you are freshening up the team? Are you building a younger team here at Sundowns, just judging by your selection in the two games? Uh, it depends because you've still got to get the balance right. You've still got to make sure that you have the, the experience of players like Andile Chali, who can give incredible contributions to this team still for another two seasons. You still need a Temba Zwane, who for me is still head and shoulders the best player in the league. And so these players are players that come with so much experience. But the reality also is, is very clear that the game is played a lot faster now and is played with a lot more intensity. And then, of course, uh, because because of the way we want to move and the direction that we want to move, not just from from a football sense and 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 and, and from so a societal sense in terms of attracting supporters, in 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 the way that the game that we play must be a game that resonates with the youth and with the current target market. And the current target market is of people that are saying, I need instant gratification, mm. instant coffee. And 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 that means speed and fast and, and excitement. And, and, excitement. Yeah. And, and and therefore that is the type of football that we want to play. Mm. That that does not mean that a player like Temba Zwane 
cannot play and give that type of in, uh, contribution. Musa Lebusa mm. and Andy Lejali, they've got incredible roles still to play, including okay, including Dennis, including Kennedy. Uh, these are players that we, we love and uh, we know that they've got incredible uh, possibilities still to make huge contributions to this team. Okay, coach. Thanks for engaging us. Always great to get insight from you and all the best going forward at Sundowns. Thank you so much for your time, Tabiso. Thank you, big brother.